Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan, I am Mike McGivern. Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego, is en route. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing good, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good. Where are you driving from? So I just left Arrowhead's uh, camp. I know they're running the state cross-country meet, and uh, one of them finished second in the heat, so that was cool. Rachel Helm. So nice job to her and the girls, and uh, now I'm on my way to Muskego, and we got to get set up to host sectional finals in boys volleyball and uh, soccer, boys soccer. And then after that, we get to head to Burlington and watch sectional finals of girls volleyball. So we got a full day today. Well, thank goodness you're not busy, brother. Thank goodness you're not busy. <laughs> hey, um, so far so good. Got a win last night against Oconomowoc. Um, football team played pretty well last night. Yeah, it, uh, we were in control from the get-go. There was, uh, you know, our opponent had a little bit of a drive going there, but then they turned it over, and uh, after that turnover, it was all Muskego and uh, slowed up, if you will, and 49-0, we're moving on. Hey, let me run down today's show for, for everybody at 10:15. Steve Tenhagen, head coach at Burlington, not going to be in a good mood today. I can tell you that right now. Not going to be in a great mood today, but he's going to join us, and our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week will be with him. We'll do two segments with Coach Tenhagen. Uh, at 10.45, we'll introduce our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. 11 o'clock, the current Electric Superhero of the Week. She is a young lady from Whitefish Bay, Dominican. 
You're going to want to stick around and listen to Ta'ana. She, uh, boy, she is impressive. 11.15, Wade LaBecchia, Deputy Director of the WIA, is going to join us. And that's part of what I want to talk to you about the first segment, Brian. I got an email that talked about how this, the fall football tournament, the intent of it is going to be Friday, uh, a week uh, from yesterday, Friday, November 6th, at midnight, they're going to release the tournament field of 224 teams broken into seven divisions. At 1230, they're going to run the auto seating program. At 1.30, release the eight-team groupings, uh, brackets by division. So all eight teams will, will have been seated. The highest seed will host on the approved site. So are they not then going to play, you know, the, the one seed against the four seed, the two seed against the three seed? So there's going to be like a mini tournament in each region? Yeah, that's kind of how I understood it. Um, honestly, no one really knows. Like we just, there's a lot of different rumors that are floating out there. And uh, we said we're playing two weeks and we're gonna, it's going to be preceded, which is kind of nice. I know the coaches, coaches across the state kind of appreciate that. It takes a seating meeting off of their, uh, off their plate. And then they just get back to folks on football. But yeah, no one, no one really knows, and I think it's all it depends on, you know, how many teams keep going, and, you know, people are changing their minds by the minute nowadays, so, you know, we'll just kind of wait and see, I guess. Well, you know, I, I, I was under the impression that we were going to have a regional champion. So I keep looking at the coaching poll, and I know that doesn't matter when it comes to, to them running the auto seating program, but Marquette got beat last night. So I'm looking at the one through five, six, seven, trying to figure out who will be in that one, two, three, and four when it comes to division one. And now I'm reading this going, hold on a second. Maybe it isn't what I thought it was. And I think Wade Lebecki uh, at 11.15 should be able to get, to shed some light on what we're thinking, correct? Yeah, I would, I would think so. Wade's got a pretty clear path now. Sounds like him and the WFCA have been uh, working in, in tandem on this together. And so the WFCA sent out a precursor email to the one that we got from the WIA and uh, kind of forecasting what's coming. And then sure enough, it came. And um, I think we'll be, I think Wade will give us a lot of insight to the direction that uh, they're hoping to take it and how they want it to kind of fall out. Well, my hope. And, and I would think your hope and some of these schools' hope is if they just seed the eight, ter- eight teams and, and Muskego is still number one, they got to play eight with the winner playing. You know, so I, I just don't think that's what, what we would be hoping for. I would hope that they would take the top four teams and have one play four and two play three and then the bottom half and have five play eight and six play seven. So now you've got two kind of, I guess, mini tournaments going on. But that way, we we might be able to get to see that game that I, I think, you know, guys like me would love to see Muskego and Franklin play, right? Absolutely. So that's, uh, that's the one way you can get it done to get the top teams against each other. And then there's another rumor out there that they were going to go one eight, and all the way through and play the first two rounds. And then and then if the last two teams standing wanted to play, they could, they could organize it, schedule it as they kind of saw fit for those two schools and play that third game. But I think that's more of a rumor than it is 
um, any credence to that where the WIA would say, we got two weeks, that's all the plan is two weeks, and then leave it optional or local control, if you will, for the last two teams to play a third game. So, yeah, it's either the way you said with the top four, bottom four, or it's going to be one eight, uh, two seven, and onward, and we'll see. Uh, uh, we'll see what Wade has to say here at eleven o'clock. You know, at eleven fifteen, correct. You know what's interesting, Ryan, is one of the complaints that you know you get every year is that 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 level one game and sometimes level two, it, it you know they're running clock type games, and there there would be some of that in in that scenario if they want one eight two seven again without that. You know, without the ice cream sundae at the end of it, you know, you you kind of eat the Brussels sprouts and and the you know the things you don't want to eat with the one eight and and level one and level two to be able to get to that state championship game. If we're not going to get to that that state championship game, I'm hoping then okay, let's let's do it this way then one verse four, two verse three, the winner play and and on the the bottom half of the bracket, let's do that as well and then move on and that way we can at least say look this team was the regional champion in this division and we can at least have some closure to this thing yeah no i think there's no doubt about it that we want to see good football games and the top teams play each other you want that every year you just hope it's and you hope it's towards the end of the season not uh, in the middle or the early rounds of the playoffs and um, the you know the tricky part here is with Marquette losing, and it sounds like Burlington lost as well. Those are a he couple did. of unbeaten's, I believe. Yep. Uh, that would have made this thing a heck of a lot easier if we got four to five unbeaten's, um, and then away we go. So now we got a we got one lost teams. We got a couple of two lost teams that you know there's a couple of two lost teams in the Classic Eight that would like to make a case for they should be in the mix and. Um, it'll get interesting, but hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll put the computer to work and the computer will get it right. I mean, I think that's, uh, that's the only choice we got at this point. Well, and, 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 you know, when you, again, when you look at, at, at Burlington's in division two, at least on the, in the coaches poll and in division one, Muskego, who got a win, Franklin, who did not play, they found out at two o'clock yesterday that Indian Trail was, was stepping back and not playing. And I had Lewis Brown on last night on the scoreboard show, and he said, you know, I, this is hard, obviously. And, and I didn't ask him about it, but I know that he reached out to Menominee to say, look, we'll come up there on Saturday. You want to play? Because you guys got to buy. And, at you know, at 3 o'clock on a Friday to try to get buses, get every kid you know, on a bus to go up to Menominee was a little bit difficult, obviously. Um, but that's what that's what they were trying to do. That, you know what's funny, Ryan, is this, look, this thing is just a nightmare all the way through, right? I got guys going out to this game because it's on every schedule I look at. They pull in the parking lot, there's no lights on. So they're texting me going, hey, there, there's not a game here tonight. And so now he's going to this game and I'm moving them around. But I'll tell you what I like. That, that that growing up on the east side of Milwaukee, I spent every summer day at Bartlett Avenue Playground, right? And we always thought, well, we have the best, we have the best basketball boys here. We have the best baseball boys, best football. And we would challenge other playgrounds. Hey, Maryland, man, you want to come down? Come on, let's play. And that's going on here. You know, the fact that Lake Country Lutheran played Nicolay and Oak Creek went up and played Freedom. for Part of this, I really like that. 
Oh, absolutely. And again, going back to where you and I were in August when we were talking about play, not play, that whole debate, you know, it came back to this is about the kids and it's about playing a game. It doesn't matter how big you are, how small you are. Um, you know, if you're one in six or if you're six and oh, whatever it might be, it's, it's about getting kids the opportunity to play the game they love so much. And that's what you're seeing at least the good athletic directors and the good head coaches across the state is they're calling each other and trying to make things happen for kids. And, and I wish that was the case everywhere, but it's not. And, um, but you are, you're right. It's a real positive. It's refreshing. You find new opponents and new communities and we get to see each other. The nice part is it's all outdoors. So it's right. It's a heck of a lot safer than being indoors. And, uh, you know, all the person I was just at a cross country meet where every single person out there, they're all standing outdoor in this big wide open space, but everybody's got a facial covering on and masked up and doing their thing. And, you know, the athletes were safe. So I just give a lot of credit to those that are working their tails off right now to make this stuff happen. You know, talking to Lewis Brown again last night on, on our scoreboard show, um, he said, you have no idea how fun and exciting it was for us to, to, to play Wauwatosa West. He said, look, we're, we, you know, it was so, like, I had two other games that I thought, so as a defensive guy, I'm starting to figure out game plans, and all of a sudden, we're going to play Wauwatosa West. And, you know, that completely changes, and he said, it was really exciting and fun for us to play a quality opponent like Wauwatosa West and see something we that we don't normally see, the kind of offense that they run, and he said, it's, it's really fun. Hey, I, I can tell you this, that I didn't get a chance to talk to you this morning, but there's a number of teams that we could have named as our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. I mean, we could, and we better say this before we get Steve Ten hanging on, we could have named Union Grove. That was a really good win for them. There's a number of teams that we could have named, and, and I kept going back to Lake Country Luther. You know, this is, they're, they're number one Division Five. They're a small school. But last week they played Wauwatosa East and got a win. Last night they played Nicolay, who has been more competitive. They were, I think, one score, you know, um, down to the homestead with four minutes to go in that game. So they have been competitive with some pretty good schools. And Lake Country Lutheran said, no, let's play. I, we got to buy. We have a big game against Martin Luther next week, but we don't care. They, want, they actually reached out to Oak Creek as well and said, hey, do you guys want to play because you got an open day and we have an open day? And Oak Creek ended up taking that game against Freedom. So I, we're going we're gonna to talk to the head football coach at Lake Country Lutheran at 1045 and talk to him about this year and what's been going on with them. But they just keep rolling, and we're going to name them our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, if that's okay with you, Ryan. Yeah, no, I like it. Coach Brasgell is a, a really classy guy. They run a classy program. And, you know, back when I was at Oconomowoc, I used to work with those guys with some seven-on-seven seven and passing league stuff that we would do, and they were always gracious and coming over and being a part of, of what we wanted to do, and they had a great mindset to develop kids. So I'm all in on them. They did a nice job last night, there's no doubt. Good. I appreciate that. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Again, Steve Tenhagen, who uh, not could be the best mood of all time, but he is uh, man enough to come on and say, hey, look, we, we laid an egg last night, and uh, we, we will own it, and we'll get better and, and, uh, and play better next week. He's going to join us, and we will also introduce you to one of his seniors who is our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. 
That's next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. He is uh, en route to uh, Muskego High School. He is Ryan McMillan. Uh, Ryan, we have both coached uh, a number of games, and, and you never really want to, you know, go on the radio the, the morning after. You know, you lose a game that is a big game on your schedule, but certainly Steve Tenhagen has been around this game a long time. And uh, he's man enough to say, hey, look, we, uh, we did. We laid an egg against a really good Union Grove team last night. But, man, I'll still come on and, and talk about these kids in, in Burlington that, that play really hard. And we got a big game against Lake Geneva Badger that we're getting ready for. Uh, Steve Tenhagen, thank you very much, Coach. How you doing today? Good. How are you, Mike? Thanks. I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I know uh, that game last night, rough game for, for you guys. And I think Union Grove uh, played an awfully good game. And, and you're impressed with, with what they, they did last night and how good of a, a team that they have at Union Grove. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we going into the uh, game, we definitely knew that they were tough and physical. We were, we were expecting a physical game, and um, they definitely set the tone and, and got after a little bit of physicality. So. Hey, Coach, can we talk about what you expected um, from this year's team? And, and look, you, you guys obviously in some of these games have uh, put up a lot of points um, and, and defensively played pretty pretty well. There was still a central one, gave up a lot of points but outscored them. And then last night gave up 28 points to Union Grove. But I'm wondering um, what your feeling was coming into this year. Is it a senior-laden team? Did you did you feel like you had a chance to be um, as good as you guys are? Yeah, I mean, we definitely, uh, with our athletes, we knew that we were going to be able to put on, you know, some points on the board. But um, we're really young at the offensive line. And uh, we saw that a little bit last night. We started three sophomores and uh, and two juniors on the offensive line that that hadn't had a whole lot of experience. But we uh, we knew we knew that we could get our uh, the ball into our athletes' hands, you know, throughout the uh, throughout the season. And defensively, we played pretty well early, and uh, they just kind of wore us down throughout the course of the night. So. Um, yeah, no doubt. We are also, I believe Ethan is with you, correct, Coach? Correct. Yeah, uh, we are also joined by senior Ethan. Uh, I think it's, uh, is it Safar, Ethan? How do you pronounce your last name for me? It's Safer. Safer. Hey, Ethan, um, obviously last night is, is not exactly how you thought uh, the game would go, but uh, you're having an awfully good year. Um, number of receptions last Last I looked, 22 for, you know, 349, five touchdowns. Same question for you. Coming into this year as a senior, one of the leaders on this team, did you feel pretty confident that Burlington had a chance to to, to, to be as good as you guys are in the Southern Lakes Conference? Yeah, well, like, um, like Coach said, we have a lot of athletes on our team, and I think 
we have some good seniors and some good uh, leadership, and we knew that we'd probably come in the season that we would have a chance to win conference and be one of the best teams in the league. Hey, uh, Ethan, I got I got to tell you, you know, I know that that you wake up today and last night when you go to bed, you're feeling, man, you're kind of down a little bit about losing Union Grove. But looking at the big picture, yeah, you, you as a senior leader on that team, man, I, I would either get in contact with some of those boys today and, and make sure that everybody's head stays up, because when you look at. Division two that you guys are in, Menominee Falls has stayed undefeated, but Cedarburg has a loss. Wauwatosa West has two losses. Waukesha West has a couple losses. Uh, Hartford got beat last night. So some of the teams in Division two, um, you guys have one loss, they have two. So you never know what's going to happen with this thing. And if they do, they do this playoff. Um, bracketing the way I think they're going to do it, you guys are still in it. And so I, I would not hang my head. I'd make sure that you get a hold of some of those guys that say, hey, look, that was a bump in the road, man. We still have a lot of football to be played, correct? Yeah, totally. Good. I hope you believe that because I think that's what, that you know, everybody can be a really good leader on a team when everything's going well, but how do you react when 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 somebody steps up and beats you? And and that's what the what true leaders do is they 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 rally the troops and they go let's get to practice man let's go let's get after it we got to get better because we got a lot of football to be played. Hey Ryan, when when we talked to Coach Tenhagen, um, you know it's it's what it's 10:23 the day after a game that that yeah, you know he got beat and his team got beat. This is a hard thing for him to do, but certainly I think it's important you know for these kids in, in this program to understand that. You know, he's on the phone talking about how proud of this program he is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of positives still coming out of the Burlington program, and you can't underscore the uh, uh, things that they've done already earlier in the year. I mean, I know last night was not their night, but uh, they still have another opportunity, a great one, uh, staring them right in the face for week seven. And then they're going to be in the mix in the playoff uh, conversation as well and exactly what that looks like or doesn't look like. So there's a lot of opportunities still in front of these kids. They're still very capable. They've shown they're very capable, and they just had an off night. And, you know, that's part of life. Not every day is your best day, but you try to make it your best, and you keep moving forward. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, Steve, um, going into that game last night, were there some things offensively that you thought that you guys could accomplish and, and once the game started, maybe halfway through the game, you realize that the, the, those were being taken away and trying to make some adjustments. Were there some things last night that surprised you a little bit? Uh, not really. I mean, we uh, we saw what they were going to do, and um, they, they definitely played at, at a higher level. I mean, we knew they were going to be physical, but they uh, definitely played at a higher level of physicality than, than we had seen on film. And um, we knew they were going to try to take away number 12 from from the beginning. And we knew that we were going to have to press it down the field a little bit. But um, with seven penalties offensively in the first half, I mean, that just kills you. You know, we were in 24 plays and had seven penalties. That, and that just kills you, you know. Man. so. Have, have, you, have you had a chance to go back and watch the, the, the tape at all? I have, yeah. And and those penalties are well. We don't need to talk about that. I don't. 
you know, they, they, those things uh, certainly happen. And sometimes as coaches, we, we just shake our head. And, and I understand that. Um, when Do you have a clear understanding on, on what's going to happen after week seven? Because we're, we're going to have Wade Lebecki on at 11.15 from the WIA to kind of get a better, clearer picture of what this playoff thing is going to look like. Do you, do you have a clear picture of what's going to happen with this? I'm waiting for it. Do you or no? No, I do. You know what? I thought I did, Coach. I thought I did, and I've been on the airwaves, <coughs> excuse me, talking about how I think this is going to work, and then I read an email middle of last week where now I'm starting to question. I, I thought what they would do is if they have eight teams in a bracket, they're going to take the top four, have the bottom four, top four, one plays four, two plays three, and the winners of those two games will play for the regional championship. That's what I thought they are going to do. Then the bottom half, the, again, winners would play, losers would play, and, you know, let's, let's have a, reg, a, a, a regional champion so there's something that we're playing for. And now I'm not sure, and I'm looking forward to ha- talking to Wade and trying to figure that out because I think if, if they're not going to do it that way, if they're going to have one play eight and two play seven and so on, we're right back to some of the issues we had with level one during the regular, you know, when we had regular um, uh, playoffs going without that at the end, that cherry on the top of the, you know, the Sunday at the end where you have a state champion. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm obviously still waiting for two, and I agree with that from the standpoint of if you're going to only have two weeks of, of the playoffs, that you can only have four teams within a bracket, you know. So Right. And you know what? If they do it that way, yeah, and you're looking at the same things I'm looking at. Burlington still has a shot. If they do that top four, you guys still got a shot with that one loss to be in that top four. Yeah, I would think so, as long as we take care of business next week, yeah. Correct. Uh, and, and, and and that's where a guy like Ethan comes in, and, and as, a, uh, as a senior captain and a leader that he takes over. Guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. We are going to talk to our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. It's not just about football for this young man. It is about taking care of his business in the classroom and the community. And we will talk to him and talk. It's Ethan is who we're talking to. And we'll talk to him on the other side of the break about where his motivation has come from for being such a good student athlete. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. So our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, he is a senior from Burlington and Ethan Safer. Uh, congratulations. Obviously, uh, a big-time student-athlete, and I uh, congratulate you for that. Thank you. Yeah, so um, we love to ask this question, Ethan, and, and everybody seems to have a different answer, but your motivation for being such a good student-athlete, where does that come from? Uh really comes from my parents, first off. They instilled a sense of um, really good values within me, I believe, and I pretty much treat um, the football field and the classroom as the same thing. 
you do all your work, you prepare, and uh, you're ready to come out and perform, you'll usually have um, good results. There's good results. Man, if your parents are listening, they are smiling ear to ear right now, Ethan, because that's that is a message that they got through to you, obviously, pretty clearly. Um, do you know what's going on with you next year yet? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm applying to a bunch of different places, and it really depends where I go if I'm gonna continue uh, playing uh, different sports. But I'm definitely going somewhere for academics, like first. And, and you realize that by the time this show ends at noon, I'm going to ask you a question. You can change your mind six times before the end of this show. Um, but if you had to guess what you're going to go into uh, when you get to college, what's your thought right now? Um, probably right now economics or finance more. I want to get into law eventually, so I think I'll probably start off on economics like track. Man, well done. Mr. Ethan. So here, let me tell you about this Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week Award. Um, I'm going to get your phone number um, from from Coach Tenhagen uh, a little bit later uh, this weekend. And I'm going to give you a call, and you and I, and I'll ask you to invite your parents and, and family. Um, I'll ask Coach Tenhagen to let the other players know if he can make it. But you and I will meet uh, sometime either this week or next week at the Pick and Save store in Burlington. And uh, I've got a beautiful award to give you from your local pick-and-save store. We'll get some pictures with you and your family and, and you and your teammates. And we send it off to, to pick-and-save. And they put it up on, the face, on their Facebook page. And, and they love to highlight and, and celebrate true student-athletes in our, in, in our communities. And uh, they are so happy that uh, we're able to have a kid from Burlington be part of this. And, and uh, I can't, congr- can't congratulate you enough. I think it's, it's, uh, it's great when we can say the word student before athlete. And, and, and guys like you certainly understand the importance of that. Hey, let me ask you this, Ethan. With all the, the issues that we've had to deal with with COVID, how, how difficult has it been for you as a senior and leader on this football team to keep these kids engaged, keep them interested. You know, we, we, we are going to play. We're not going to play. We are going to play. We didn't know who's going to play. How hard has this been for, for you and your, and your team? Yeah. So originally at the end of last year, uh, football season, I tore my ACL and I was originally told that I wouldn't be back for the next football season. So pretty much I treat every new day where we get to play football as a gift and, I really stress that to my teammates, too, that every day we're out here, even on the practice field or the game field, it's a gift, and we should act like it. Man, how did you um, How did you get back so quick, Ethan? How did that work? How did you, the people who said you couldn't do, you couldn't play this year, how did you make them wrong? What did you do? Yeah. So uh, I got surgery December 20th, and then from there, physical therapy pretty much started, and I mean, I feel great now. It's There's no difference, really, to me. But it was just day in and day out. I knew that if I wanted to come back this season, I'd have to work for it. Hey, Steve, when you got a kid like this who is our pick-and-save student athlete, obviously extremely intelligent, um, parents have done a great job with him with the knowledge of I, I treat football the same way, I treat the classroom and the classroom the same way, I compete, and I just want to get all my work done. And, and he has surgery in December, and, and they're telling him he's not going to 
play this season, you've got to give this kid a ton of credit for working so hard to get back to be able to play this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, obviously, uh, we we're, we were hoping for the best, and we didn't know exactly if he was going to come back or not. But, um, you know, from the standpoint of what we pride our program on in terms of preparation and dedication to the program, I mean, he's, he's done nothing but that. And with the, uh, the late start of the season this year, it actually helped him out from the standpoint of him being it being available for all of our games, but he, uh, he did everything that he could possibly do to be ready for, this, for our season. And we, uh, you know, once again, pride all of our athletes on doing that. Hey, Ethan, I got to tell you, when it, when I was texting back and forth with Coach Tenhagen and said, look, I'd like to have a pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, he said, Mike, I got a lot of guys. Man, I got a lot of guys that could warrant that award. Um, but this is a special kid. And um, I understand now why he selected you as, as our pick and save student athlete of the week. Um, and not just for, for how well you do in the classroom, but, but certainly as a leader in the locker room and somebody that people sat back and watched as you got ready to play uh, this year. So, you know, kudos to you and your family. I look forward to meeting you uh, in person, Ethan. And, and again, I'll get your number and we'll set that up for sometime next week. Uh, so congratulations on that. Thanks. I mean, obviously, I don't do any of those things for the awards or the accolades, nope. really, but I really have a great support system, I think, coaches, family, and friends. Man, I, I love that. Ethan, last question. We're going to cut you and Coach Tenhagen loose. Um, did you play in the youth program in Burlington? So have you been part of this thing all the way through? Yeah, so I was uh, part of one of the first years where they started the Junior Demons football program. And I think that was my like seventh grade year, so I've really been a part of a lot of the um, yeah youth program. Man, this thing went it went by quick, didn't it? Yeah, the years fly by. Yeah, and the days take forever. Isn't that something? They I, I agree with that. So these guys that that you're running out on the field with these seniors, you guys have been playing together for a long time. Yeah, I've. I'm really close with all of them. I've been playing with them. I've been studying with them. I've been I've been doing everything with them for a while. Hey, do you know what? And I know that Coach Tenhagen is has has done this, but make sure that nobody's head, you know, if if they want their head down until noon today because they don't feel right about what happened last night, that's fine. But it's it's time to get back to work, right? Exactly. Beautiful, Ethan. Thank you, Coach Tenhagen. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to cut you guys loose. Ethan, I'll, I'll get in contact with you next week, and we'll pick a day that works for you and your family to meet at the uh, Pick and Save in Burlington. Thanks. You bet. Coach Tenhagen, thank you very much. Appreciate this. Hey, Ryan McMillan, when you've got a senior like Ethan, um, and we talk to these guys every week, and I'll tell you what, I, I love – doing the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, and I love doing the Colonel Electric Superhero of the Week because any time that you turn on any news, everything is negative right now. But when you get a chance to talk to a kid like this, an Ethan Safer, who says, hey, look, I, I, I got this motivation from my parents, and I take football and, and classroom stuff. I mean, it's the same to me. I just want to compete and be the best I can be. I love kids like that. 
Yeah, it's refreshing to hear because, again, it is education-based athletics, right? And education comes first. And he's got a great head on his shoulders, you can tell, just from his perspectives of, of life and working through that injury and to where we are today in the middle of a pandemic and and still playing and counting his blessings and just being that good leader. And, and something tells me uh, Burlington will be just fine next week. they got a great opponent in front of them, but uh, – Sounds like uh, because of Ethan, he'll lead the charge and, and move it back in the right direction. Yeah, I just, the only question I have about that game next week is I, I understand the temperature is going to drop. Is Hensler still going to wear shorts for that one next week? You know, Hensler, I don't think there's been a game he's ever coached he hasn't worn shorts. And his staff wore shorts. I'm not man enough to be on that staff, Coach. i got to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think uh, we can debate the playoffs, but I don't think we can debate Coach wearing shorts. He's going to wear shorts. No, he's going to wear <laughs> shorts. Hey, and I did a Thursday night game that I think it might have dropped into the 30s out at Oconomowoc when you were head coach, and you had a parka and gloves and a mask on. <laughs> and Yeah, so I don't think you're man enough to be on his staff either. No, I just like to think I was a little bit, I just wanted to be comfortable, you know, I just, yes. let's put it that way. I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, our current electric superhero of the week. She is Anna Krawcheck. She's from Whitefish Bay, Dominican, and she will join us on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. On 1250 AM, The Fan. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. You know, every once in a while, a guy my age kind of misses things. 11 o'clock, we're going to talk to our current electric superhero of the week, like we do every week. We cannot just pass bypass our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, because, man, I'll tell you what, Lake Country Lutheran's having a really good year, and it's been an interesting year. You know, years past, they have they have been at this level, and they've, they've been running the schedule and, and beating teams, but with what's going on, they've had to adjust and call some audibles, and I like guys that go, hey, do you want to play? We'll play. Come on. I, you, you got three times the amount of people in your school. I don't care. what You want to play a game, we'll play. And that's what's going on at Lake Country Lutheran. And Coach Braziel said, hey, look, we got an open game. Let's uh, call Oak Creek. Let's call, you know, Nicolet. Let's call these guys. Let's call these guys. And they went out the last couple of weeks, played Wauwatosa East last week. And if you're following this stuff, Wauwatosa East is not the Wauwatosa East of the past year or two. This is a good football team. And Lake Country Lutheran handled them. Last night, they played Nicolet. If you're not following this and you think Nicolet is the old Nicolet, they're not. Coach Broder, this, this team and this program, they were one score from tying Homestead with four minutes to go. Five minutes to go in that game. So that gives you an idea where Nicolet is. And Lake Country Lutheran said, come on, we'll play. And it was a really good game. I mean, the score was 42-26. That was a close game, hard-hitting game from what I understand. And I said, look, we, we just have to highlight, promote, and celebrate this program. Coach Braskill, congratulations, UW Credit Union Team of the Week. Thanks so much, Mike. Hey, Greg, this has been a weird year for all of us. 
And for some reason, I adore this part of it where you're just going, look, who can we play? I don't care who it is. Let's just go play somebody. It's Friday night. We got to play a game. We're rolling right now. Let's keep it going. Does that part of what's going on, like, excite you? Or is it just kind of like, come on, man, let's just get back to normal? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it's been, I, I hate to say that anything about this year has been exciting. Um, but being able to play, you know, three teams that we've never played before in our first six games, um, as a coach, it's been exciting. You know, usually when you're playing within the conference, you kind of know year in and year out what they're doing. So we've, we've had to prep for three teams that we have no idea anything about. So that part's been fun for the coaches. <laughs> hey, when did you find out that Racine St. Catharines had canceled? Uh, about Thursday at noon, I want to say. So you guys had like 24 hours to figure out, I guess 36 maybe, not even, to figure out who to play and what they were all about. How much did you know about Nicolay, you know, at kickoff last night? Yeah, it was tough because I went into Thursday practice telling the kids, you know, trust me, we'll find somebody we want to play. Uh, so we practiced Thursday not knowing who we were playing, but hoping we were playing. Oh, and then we, we picked up Nicolay at about 10 o'clock um, Friday morning. And fortunately, I had all tests in my calculus class. So I had uh, I had five hours there to figure out and then uh, meet with the kids at 3 o'clock and tell them what I knew. So if you didn't have those tests, you would just put a, some kind of movie on and say, you guys watch this because no, I got no, stuff no, to no, do. No, 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 no. No, I, no. I can't imagine Lake Country Luther would allow you to do that at all. Hey, Ryan, you know, we had talked about Greg and, and this program, and you said, look, when I was at, at Oconomowoc, we did some seven-on-seven seven stuff, and you have a lot of respect for the Lake Country Lutheran program. Yeah, absolutely. They do a great job, and they obviously are doing a great job preparing for you know, unknown opponents, which can always be a challenge. It's refreshing at times, but it's also uh, can be a challenge because you don't really know exactly what you're going to get, but you try and do your best. And uh, they're good people. They're good Christians. And, uh, you know, Aaron Bolts, my neighbor, he used to be one of their key staples. His kids are still in the program uh, in terms of helping out with coaching. I think Aaron's running his youth program now, and I drove by uh, LCL on my way out of cross country and they're out there doing their thing again. So they're, they're alive and well, there's no doubt. Hey coach, the, the, the guys that I have covering your games, they start with your quarterback um, and, and Luke's having a really good year, but I think what surprises some of the guys that I have going out to cover your games is the amount of athletes that you have um, all over the field and, and, and not the biggest guys at, on the offensive line, but guys that finish blocks and, and do things the right way. And, and I think that that's really important. And, and I guess I don't know why I'm surprised that my guys that see a lot of high school football are surprised at how good the football is at Lake Country Lutheran. But again, they start with Luke and then they start by, by the second quarter, they go, hey man, hold on a second. He's, it's not a one-man band. This team is really good. And I would assume that when you play a Wauwatosa East, because Coach Pfeiffer might know a little bit about you when he was at Arrowhead, but they haven't, he hasn't played, he hasn't coached against you. And the same thing with Coach Moroto I have over at Nicolet. They've got to be really impressed, I think, walking away at the end of this thing. Yeah, I can't, I can't speak for them, but I, I can tell you um, that was the exciting thing about being named Team of the Week. Um, a lot of the credit goes to my assistant coaches of being able to 
to do this same thing of taking a team and trying to figure out how at their positions that they can get their guys ready. And then a lot of it does come down to the full team effort. Um, the number one thing we focus on our in our program is family, and we want to make sure that, that each of these kids are – you know, looking out for their brother and uh, and supporting them on the field and off the field. And I, I just think the the camaraderie that we have at LCL allows, you know, each of them to be successful and each of them to shine in their moment. Hey, Coach, and, and we've talked before, and I've talked to other guys that, that run programs, similar-sized schools, um, but your kids, for the most part, go both ways uh, pretty much all the entire game unless you're able to get them out for a series here or there, or unless you guys get a big enough lead to be able to get them out. But when you talk about some of the key players in this program, these kids are going both ways uh, pretty much the entire game, correct? Yeah, and it's, I mean, that's all heart. Um, you know, people ask about our conditioning program and how we get our kids to go through the whole game. Well, honestly, what it comes down to is they don't want to let their teammates down. Uh, so they push themselves all the way up to the end. Um, and, and, you know, they challenge each other. Can, can, can we go all four quarters as hard as, as hard as we did on the first play? And, and so that's, that's been a, a staple to our program. I think that's what causes us to continue to be successful is we're going to give you four quarters fast and physical. Coach, do you, do you feel like the kids that are in that, you know, the younger ages, they, they see these, they see the seniors and the, and the juniors and even some of these sophomores that give so much sweat equity to this program that they don't want to be the class that's going to have you guys take a step back and and how much of that for these younger kids do they go look i, I gotta buy in 100 percent because it doesn't matter you know what's on the back of the jersey it matters what's on the front of the jersey and we're going to keep this train going yeah and a big a big part of it like coach mcmillan was uh referring to was uh aaron bolt in our thunder program um they they take our field at 5 30 right when we get off and so they they show up early and they watch us practice and they they want to be us and and like you said they don't want to be the the version of us that takes this thing a step backwards so they've they've grown up through fifth or eighth grade um seeing what the lightning do and and they want to make sure that they're part of it too when they get up there so yeah i i agree with that hey when um when they do start when my guys go out there and they start talking about your quarterback and and luke has had a really good year and they said, look, he, he just, you know, plays the game hard and he makes plays when things break down. He seems to have his, his eyes down the field a little bit. Um, he's, he's a multi-sport athlete and he's a kid that you rely on pretty heavily right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I believe every team's relying on their quarterback. But but when you when you see what Luke does in a scramble situation and then uh, – uh, you see the receivers, you know, breaking for open spots on the field and giving them a, a look downfield. Uh, sometimes we call it Divine Redeemer recess or St. Paul's recess, <laughs> which is where most of our kids come from. Um, yeah. You know, they're just playing pickup ball, you know, waiting for the teachers to say, hey, you got to come back to school. So sometimes we, uh, we we joke around about that, that they're just playing DR recess out there. Hey, two, two last questions. Um, we're, we're going to talk with Wade Lebecki, D- Deputy Director of the WI at 11:15. Do you have an idea what's happening come playoff time? Um, the only thing I've heard is they're going to basically uh, split us into divisions first, and then they're going to take those divisions and split them into the four quadrants. So it will be whatever, Division 5 or Division 4, Southeast, and then of those eight teams, 
they're going to break it into the top four and the bottom four. So yeah, that's what uh, all I know is I'll probably be in the top four in the Southeast in Division Four, I would guess, because I don't think there's any D1s playing, and, you know, not enough to, to for the normal D1. So I think we'll probably move up a little bit. but And I have no idea who that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, me, me neither. But I'll tell you what, what you've done this year with, with playing, you know, some of the teams you've played, uh, at that point, it's like, hey guys, we're okay. We, you know, look at look at the rosters and the school sizes of some of the teams that we've we have played. I know that uh, you've got a big game coming up against Martin Luther uh, on Friday, and and uh, anytime sister schools get a chance to play like you guys are playing, I know that it's a big game for both schools, and just to be able to 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 play and there's some bragging rights that are going to go along with that. Uh, that should be a fun one. I've got a number of sideline reporters that have already reached out to say, hey, I'd like to be at that one if you want me there. So it should be fun. Coach, what will happen this week is I'll come out. Chris Kovadovic handles UW Credit Union. Um, if he can make it, great. And, and I'll, I'm going to join him. I'll reach out to you. We'll probably try to get to see you guys and hand this beautiful trophy off uh, from our friends at UW Credit Union prior to th- uh, Wednesday's practice, if that's okay. That's perfect. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. You got it. Hey, Greg, it's good talking to you, and and, uh, congratulations. Keep it rolling. We will. Thank you, Mike. You got it. On the other side of the break, now I promise, Colonel Electric Superhero of the Week. Hey, Ryan, sometimes age catches up with me, pal. Hey, it's all right. No one's holding it against you today. It's a beautiful Saturday, and let's keep rolling. You got it. Our Colonel Electric Superhero of the Week, Anna Krawcheck from Whitefish Bay, Dominican, will join us next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.